0: Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. I am Joe Spiegel. Sitting across from me once again is...
1: Mike Sutherland. All right.
0: This week, uh, we're doing Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. You're the only one that says Jumanji. I just felt like saying Jumanji. It's Jumanji, but I... Yeah, whatever. Manga, manga, Jumanji, Jumanji. Yep. All right. So, um, before we get into that movie, why don't you roll that beautiful bean footage, Mike? (sighs)
1: Thought you were gonna hate me. I'm gonna fucking start stabbing you. <laughs> I found something. You gotta check this out. He plays board games anymore. Yo, what's this? Jumanji. Pick a character, and you're that person in the
0: game. Bethany, you in? I don't spend my life staring at a TV screen. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> Oh, my God. Where's my hair? This my hair. Where's the rest of me? Oh, my God. We're in different people's bodies.
1: Bethany, don't look at it. No! I'm an overweight, middle-aged man. Wait a second. Where's my phone? Don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. I think we've become the avatars we chose. Welcome to Jumanji. This is a video game,
0: which means we each have three lives. Come on, let's
1: go. I'm Alex. Watch your step in here. So gnarly. We can help each other. We all have special skills. None. I hate this game. Everybody else got
0: good stuff. Weakness, cake.
1: Yes, cake is my weakness. You're a good weapons valet. What is that? I think it means you carry my weapons and give them to me when I tell you to. Don't let this new body get your butt whooped. What the hell? We have to work together. I think it's a staring contest. Who's good at staring and not blinking? I'm amazing at it. Can't even with this place? To the we got the the to the we gotta go. Get on my back. Hell no. I'll carry you. Come on. I would rather die. Get on my back. Nope. I'm going to die. Let me go. this pound cake. Cake? Isn't that your weakness? Something happening to me? Am I am I shaking? Am I still black? Yes, we're fine. Everything is fine. It's all good.
0: Well, there you go. Now, Nick Jonas' character, Seaplane <coughs> you know, uh, or whatever the fuck his name is, yeah, was he the same exact character at the beginning
1: of the movie when he finds the Jumanji board? Because I, w- I, I was late for the movie. Yeah, so the first couple of minutes of the movie is... Nick Jonas's character's dad, who is Tim Matheson, yeah. finds this board, or somebody finds this board, and he picks it up. Anyways, yeah. Tim Matheson ends up with it and brings it home, and he gives it to his son, who's a game fanatic, right? Yeah, who's this '90s game guy, mm-hmm. and he's more interested in playing video games than board games or anything else, right? Yeah, and. He's got this weird console system that no one's ever seen before. It's it's you know whatever it is. There's no specific name for it. He's just playing these games, right? Yeah. So he so his dad gives him the board game, and he opens it up. And, and he, as you saw in the trailer, who plays board games anymore? Type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So he sets it on um, like his dresser, goes to bed, and in the middle of the night, it the game kind of turns on the uh, board game comes to life and switches from board game to video game. Yeah. Which is actually pretty kind of, you know, it's it's kind of cool in a way that it it, it recognizes the technology of adapts, the time, right? Yeah, yeah it adapts. So <clears throat> there's a green light. He, it wakes up the kid. Mm-hmm. Kid opens it, puts the cartridge in, turns on the game. pixie seaplane. You don't see him pick seaplane. Okay. He picks, a, it just shows, he's like, oh, a video game. And he picks a character and, and then it goes out to, the, to where the, um, the, like the street view type of thing. Yeah. And you see the light, boom, 20 years later.
0: Okay. But he's, but even though 20 years later in the movie, when they're in Jumanji, he hasn't aged. Right. Which makes no sense because. It's a video game. Alan
1: Parrish's character from the original Jumanji. Right. But this is different. It's a video game instead of a board game.
0: So that means that all other rules are out the, out the window? Correct.
1: Sure. It's a video game. Every time you turn on a video game, what happens? The characters are the same age. The characters are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. They look the same. It doesn't matter if... It, if you, it's the same thing. It's like playing, you know, for us, playing games in the 80s yeah. or whatever. They haven't changed.
0: And that, yeah, okay,
1: look. That's why.
0: Look, that's fine. It's just that, look, you can't help but compare this one to the original. In some regard, in most regards, and one of the problems I got is that you're it's cool you had this little homage where you know, oh, Alan Parrish was here, right? Where he carves it into the into the fucking wood or whatever, and but okay, well, if he exists there, he still aged. You know what I mean? Just because it turned into a video game, I see what I mean. It, it feels a little inconsistent
1: in a way. No, it it's not inconsistent. It's absolutely consistent. And let me tell you why it's consistent. Because the game exists. Jumanji still exists to this day. Yeah. So whether it's a board game or a video game, everything that's happened with anybody that's in Jumanji, it still retains that stuff. When it turns from board game to video game, it changes its dynamics exponentially. So whatever has happened in the past, it still keeps whatever happens in the past. It's like programming, and then as it changes, it 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 it's um, reinventing itself to the technology of the day. Mm. So when the new character gets pulled in, all the rules have changed because now it is a virtual reality. So everything that was in the past. Has now is is embedded in the game. It's programmed. It's pre-programmed into the game. Mm-hmm. So when you get sucked into the game, you stay whatever you are because it's a video game. That's how video games work. You don't age. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like well, you go back to a board
0: game. Well I mean, he aged from a board game. What rules were there that he had, he was supposed to age? See what I mean? I. I it's not a big deal. It, it, it's not.
1: Because time is different,
0: I know. And by the time you get out, you you it all resets anyway, right?
1: Well, no, not really, because it didn't reset for him, did it? Um, for for Robin Williams, yeah. Oh, it did, yeah.
0: Okay, because if you remember, the kids show up to to a Christmas party. You know, Kirsten Dunst and her her brother. They show up to a Christmas party at the end of the movie, and it's the parishes, and their parents didn't die in a car accident, and or, and all that stuff, or you know what I mean.
1: Okay, so sorry, I have. A heartburn condition going on. Um, oh, I wonder why. Because I ate. <laughs> but um Freddy. There are consistencies within the game then. So uh, you win the game and it resets. Yeah. The only difference is, is that in the original movie when he got sucked into the game, because you still have to keep playing the game. Yeah. Regardless of where wherever you are. Yeah. So when he gets sucked into the world of Jumanji... That he still has to play the game, and that timeline is still continuing. Mm-hmm. So from the t- that timeline continuing in the video game, you still have to play the game, but the timeline because you have three lives. Yeah, that's why you don't age, like a video game. Okay, you have three lives, and then every time you die, you, the live the life resets, right? Yeah, and he's down to one life, so he decides that uh, I to can't. play it safe. Yeah, I can't do anything, and. And time, again, it's explained in the movie. Time is different. He only thinks he's been there for six months. Yeah. where he's been there for 20 years. So that's the difference between I, I, the two I'll, games.
0: I don't like what um, how they changed Van Pelt's character played by in this one played by Bobby Connival. Yeah, I don't either. That pissed me off because so, <laughs> there, there's two problems I got with it. Well, no, technically three. Is that... The Van Pelt character was very interesting in the original Jumanji, played by Jonathan Hyde. Right. Um, he was funny, unintentionally funny, but he was still, he was funny to the audience, right? Yeah. And at, like the part where he's in the fucking, he's in the fucking sporting goods store and he's he starts screaming like a fucking girl. He's, he's catapulting on the air tank towards the paint and all that shit. Right. Anyway, um, but it was he was still an interesting character as he's hunting Robin Williams, right? And in, in this movie... You know they they have a completely different character actor playing him. He's not anything like him. Right. Okay. And you're wasting the acting talent of Bobby Cannavale, who is fucking amazing if you've seen him in other movies. Right. So that pisses me off because you know like anyway.
1: I I agree because the character in the original Jumanji yeah. was awesome and it, you need you need that type of character yeah. obviously he was because he's a good
0: antagonist.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I liked what they were doing with the Bobby Cannavale character at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. where he finds the, the, the eye. Yeah. He crawls up, he finds the eye, he pries it out, and then everything changes, right? Yeah. Well, what I didn't like was the fact that the hunter from the original movie was, wasn't he supposed to be like Alan's protege, Or Alan was his protege? Well, no.
0: Well, the funny, um, I don't remember what he was supposed to become or anything like that. But um, I just remember that it was his job to hunt him and that he was, um, actor Jonathan Hyde also played um, Robin Williams' father in the movie as well. Right. So it was kind of like they did that on purpose to show that it's just a game. Right. Or something. And I think it was also supposed to symbolize like his fear, like the the thing he feared the most is his father. So why not have his father play Van Pelt kind of thing I,
1: yeah that see um, I and I think what had that had to do with the in the original movie is that he was afraid of his dad
0: yeah he was afraid to stand up to his dad and say what he wanted and all that stuff in, yeah.
1: in this movie, the kid wasn't afraid to stand up to his dad you know he's just like whatever yeah so they had to come up with a different type of character um, here's this Jonathan Hyde's character
0: uh, yeah the, his name in the in that movie is just Van Pelt. But um, in this one, he's uh, Russell Van Pelt.
1: Maybe it's the son.
0: It's possible, but they don't. They don't. There's no explanation. He's just they just call him Van Pelt. So it, yeah. Just he's just a one note fucking villain, man, and nothing, nothing special to him.
1: Yeah, uh, big game hunter. So the next role releases a big game hunter named Van Pelt, um, and then Van Pelt see Van Pelt actually steals the game.
0: Yeah, that's right. He steals it because he wants to lure Alan to him so he can kill Allen. Right. Forgot about
1: that but yeah okay, so in the so Alan is Alan is one of the games and one of the antagonists of the game in and of itself as well as the movie so Alan does a role releases a big game hunter named van Pelt Judy's next role releases a stampede of various animals and a pelican that steals the game Peter retrieves it, but Alan is arrested by Carl later Van Pelt catches up to Alan's friend and steals the game using that as a distraction and um Let's see, uh, Van Pelt arrives and confronts Alan. Basically, dad confronting son or son confronting dad. All right, so Jumanji. And look, story-wise, this movie is
0: consistent. This new movie is consistent with the way the storylines go with Jumanji 95 and Zathura, which is pretty much, you know, like what I put in my review was, you know, uh, game board shows up, kid plays it, disappears, then years go by, other people get the board, and then they go into it. They go into the game one way or another, right? And then they find that person, aged, you know, like later, and then, you know, then they work together. Then they get out of it. Time resets, and and houses are repaired, and everything's fine, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. It's um... so it's consistent in the storytelling. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't agree. I think I thought Bobby Cannavale's uh, character was wasted. Yeah, um, I thought, I thought it would be better if, um, like in the original movie, where where um, he's like the boss. He's like he's like the boss. He he is the boss. You know, the boss of the game. Yeah. But like in in various in various portions of the game, you come across the boss. And you get to fight him, and yeah. then he goes away. Yeah, and you and you know you either win or lose or type of you know it's a, it's always a draw. <laughs> Welcome right?
0: Welcome to your doom.
1: <laughs> this is what I really loved about the the movie. So they get into Jumanji the game, mm-hmm. right? And they're standing there, and then and Jack Black's character, Jack Black, was awesome. Yeah. as a forty year old, sixteen year old. Yeah, right. And no, he totally sold that that role. He it, totally sold it. And he, you know. Actually, everyone was really good in it. Yeah, you know, I when we first saw the trailer, it just didn't work. You know, we're like, oh my god, they're using fucking, you know, Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. And, yeah, and that's generally the death knell of <laughs> any trailer, right? If you if you name a movie, whatever, and then you use yeah that song like, because like
0: Proud Mary. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> we'll get into that one on another episode yeah, next nice yeah. week.
1: Um, <laughs> When when you use when when you use uh, obvious songs, yeah, or you you know or you base a an, movie off of a song, or, or whatever, they, right? they
0: start putting it in commercials, like it would be for the next, you know, Schick Shaver, Welcome to the Jungle, yeah, or you know, <laughs>
1: ACDC, Black, Back in Black, or whatever, yeah. right? Um, God, uh, you know, Son of a Preacher Man, <laughs> <laughs> right? So when when they finally okay, so Jack Black's character gets eaten by a fucking hippo. It's yeah. shown in the trailer, but you don't know if he survives or not, yeah, right?
0: they make it sound like they're going to rescue him, right,
1: and no, no, it doesn't happen, <laughs> you don't get
0: a backpack wait. yeah, no and what's cool
1: that. is when you die you you reappear, yeah. but you have to fall like thousands of feet,
0: yeah, right, and then there's that bass ting sound of like a, a video game sound and bing,
1: yeah and yeah, and they all they all have to escape because they're being chased by hippos and whatever else, right yeah. And this guy in a jeep shows up, and he says, "Welcome to Jumanji, right?" Yeah. And as they get into the vehicle, as they're driving, he you know Dwayne's character says something, and he goes, "In fact, it's right here. It's uh, Dwayne Johnson plays Doctor Smolder Bravestone, right?" And he goes, "Doctor Smolder Bravestone, welcome to Jumanji, right?" Yeah. And and then they start talking, and he's given like this whole entire background of Doctor Smolder Bravestone, you know, Mm -hmm. and and then. Kevin Hart says something. He's like, Dr. Franklin Mouse Finbar. He goes, Mouse, it's Moose. Dr. Franklin Mouse Finbar, welcome to Jumanji. Yeah. And every time Kevin Hart goes off script, he just goes right back to Dr., you know, Franklin Mouse Finbar, welcome to Jumanji. And everybody's just kind of looking at each other like, what the yeah, fuck cause is Yeah, because it's going just like on? when you're
0: playing a video game, especially from that time period, and you keep asking a, a certain character this something, and eventually they won't say anything
1: different. They just keep, they get to a point where they just repeat themselves. Right. So, and, and that was actually really funny. And then it, as it goes on, they go into the marketplace, and the same thing happens with the little kid mm-hmm. as, you know, oh, it's Dr. Smolder Bravestone. You've come to rescue us type of thing. Yeah. And, and someone else says something, and he just, the kid just turns and looks at him like, in the, with these dead eyes. Mm-hmm. And then he turns right back and looks at, at Dwayne Johnson's character and goes, oh, Dr. Smolder Bravestone. You're here to rescue us. Yeah. And it goes on like that throughout the movie. And everything that they've done in this movie is really good and video game-esque. Yeah. You know. They even got the three bars on their arm and then if they turn the arm. And they touch the titty. Yeah, they touch their, their chest, the titty. It shows their status and all yeah. that stuff. You know, weakness cake. <laughs> so
0: Yeah, look <laughs> and those little things were cool about it. It's just that I think my biggest problem with the movie is that it's more kid friendly than than I would like it to be, because there's no there's no risk in this movie. There's no There's like no point. Do I have any fear for these characters making it out? Not making it out, you know what I mean? Like, right? You know they're going to make it out, no matter what. I don't. It doesn't matter if one is trapped there for twenty fucking years or something. By the end of the movie, everyone's going to be fine. Everything is going to be fine, right? And you know, look, when I watched the first Jumanji, there's other elements that make that movie good, you know. And when you watch the third, there's other elements that make the movie good. So even though you know that things are probably going to turn out fine, it, it's there's still other things that back it up and and make it entertaining. With this one. Yeah, I just – I I felt like – you know those video games that you play and it feels like you're just – you don't get to veer off and do other things. You just go straight down the line and you know that you you just got um, – okay, I'll give you an example. You play Uncharted. Uncharted is an awesome game, but there are times when you're playing it where you can only go in one direction. And, it, it, you know, it's just because you have a hardship here and a hardship there – you still end up. You can't veer off and go other ways and try other you know directions to go to something. You still have to go through this through this path that they've laid out for you, and so it doesn't feel like it feels like you're just being led to it anyway. And you know it's like a destiny, right? It's, it's it does. There's nothing special about that. You know, and that's like that's like the only negative I can think of for some of the Uncharted games. Other than that, though, the fuck they're fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but but yeah, I, I just I this movie um what holds it together for me the most the be- the best thing that holds it together is the camaraderie between the four main a- actors you know we've got Karen Gillen, Rock Kevin Hart and Jack Black those four work together once they brought Nick Jonas into it eh, he felt like the odd man out yes you know he did not click at all with them and I know look and I, I, I,
1: I think that's done on purpose
0: yeah I understand the purpose of it but I still don't care for it because it just felt like it threw everything off and uh and yeah I just it's, this movie doesn't give enough. You know what I mean? There's just nothing there. The villain's weak. The action scenes are kind of cool, but at the same time, there's nothing, most of the time, there's nothing that special about them, the action scenes. Uh, I mean, there there are some cool things. Like, for example, at the end, when when she purposely lets herself die so that she can, re, you know, respawn up here and then drop. Yeah. Now, I mean, that was clever because I was like, yeah, that, yeah, that's a good idea, right? But all in all, I'm just waiting for you know the next funny part.
1: That's all I'm waiting for.
0: Um, the action's not throwing me off. You know, it's not wooing me, and that's it.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it's not edge of your seat. Um, I'm, I'm actually reading some of the reviews and stuff like that. Um, like David White of The Wrap praised the cast and called the film a pleasant surprise, saying, you know, Jumanji is the Christmas tentpole release that aims to please and succeeds a fa- funny family entertainment product that subverts more expectations than it was obligated to contractually. I guess you know. <laughs> uh, David Ehrlich said uh, uh, it's unnecessary but mildly amusing. Um, Jumanji is further proof that even the stainless whiff of brand wet recognition has become, pro- you know, preferable to originality. Only part of the blame uh, for that belongs to the studios, but after cannibalizing themselves for much of the last twenty years, Hollywood has clearly eaten their way down to the crumbs. Which I, you know, I, I don't believe. I think that they just. They're not going down to the crumbs. They're just going with safe properties.
0: And, yeah, they don't take risks. And yeah. this movie is an
1: example of not taking risks. Exactly. Um, it's, it's, a safe, it's a safe bet. Look, yeah. it w- when we saw the movie, we thought, oh, my God, this is just going to suck ass.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, when we first saw the trailer, we thought it was going to suck ass too, right?
1: And then we go see the movie, and we're pleasantly surprised because, you know, it's not, look, it's not, um, it's not anywhere top. Of the year, no, at all. It's a middle ground movie for me. Yeah, it's it's a five and a half. Yeah, you see, know? and for me, it's a five. And yeah, it's yeah, it's about that, right? Um, it's the the bad guy, the villain. Yeah, is not interesting. No, He's useless. He's wasted. They might as well have just use an animal, like some fucking king animal, something instead
0: of wasting the talent of Bobby Connival.
1: Yeah, and then, uh, but. The interactions are really funny, mm-hmm. like when Karen Gillen has a dance fight against these two guys, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And they just keep asking her the same question.
0: Yeah, because they're, they're programs, right? Right, you know? Yeah, and, and it, it, we're we're uh, Bethany's teaching her how to flirt and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that all works. That's good. And yeah. Bethany also looking at her, you know, looking at her dick. Right. <laughs> like,
1: eh. I'll miss you. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, I mean, did you get any kind of a, you probably didn't, but did you get any kind of creepy vibe from the whole Jack Black flirting with, uh, Nick Jonas thing? No. No? No, because
1: it was funny as shit.
0: It was funny, but there was still this part of me that was like, (coughs) I don't know, it felt kind of namblish.
1: (laughs) No, that's, that's because you're a fucking weirdo.
0: Oh, I'm a weirdo. Okay. Yeah. All right. I guess. I, okay.
1: Sure. You're the guy that talks about dicks, balls, and asses all the time. I know, but I'll talk about young and dicks and balls. And, and, and asses. you're fucking weirded out by the fact that Jack Black is playing a 16 year old in a 40 year old body, and he's and you're weirded out by him hitting on Nick Jonas. Look,
0: there's the, everyone has their own crazy side, and my crazy side, the the bells and what do they call it, the you know the alarms went off when I saw that scene. It was like, what if this is like their, you know, Hollywood pervert system, their their perverted sect. That like what if they purposely do this just to get people comfortable comfortable with the fact of having fifty year old men Jesus Christ, you <laughs> fucking go See, I, way I, too deep what into part, this. Shit. What part of the crazy side of my brain didn't you understand? That, that's why I said
1: it. <laughs> no, so, I understand it just fine. I'm you know, just saying. Like
0: like what if like last week's fucking shave of water what if that's perfectly like? What if they they did it on purpose to make you like think that you know over time, if if the situation's right, you could fall in love with a fish man, you know, or have sex with animals. <laughs> you see what I mean? The no. crazy side. The crazy side. No. All right. Fine. So. <laughs> um. Oh uh, yeah. So anyway. Uh, um. Other than that, dude. I. The movie's okay. It's better than I. I. I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Uh, is it worth seeing? I don't think it's worth spending
1: fucking $13 on a ticket for, but... I think it is. I it, Absolutely, it is. Because it, this is a movie that, that fulfills everything that's needed for a fun movie, which is escapism. Mm-hmm. Um, it's entertaining. Yeah. It's funny. And uh, yeah, I don't think I found myself getting bored. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a boring film. It's not it's not a it's not stupid, you no. know, it's not a condescending film. It's
0: not stupid. Um I think the only time it came close to being bored is when during Nick Jonas uh you know showing up. Yeah. You know, but he like I said he didn't show up like until like what the last third of the movie. Yeah. So, he doesn't And
1: that's and that's when it kind of became boring.
0: Yeah. But he didn't he doesn't really hurt it cuz I mean the movie's only got so much it can do. Yeah. But um yeah, I yeah, like I said, you go to 5 and it, you know, there's it's worth seeing. I just I I wouldn't you know if I could go back I wouldn't have spent that much on on seeing it.
1: Yeah, whatever. So <laughs> it's worth matinee for me. There you go. All right. Um, generally, we would do like fucking news here, but I don't have really any news, do you? No,
0: no, there's nothing. I think. Uh, oh, uh,
1: there's a there's Frank a new Darabont
0: country. and his company are suing. Uh, they've got a second lawsuit against uh, AMC.
1: Okay. <laughs> there there is news. We just it's. Just been a bitch of a week, so who cares? Yeah, we're gonna actually go into our piece of shit or not, right? Some
0: news pill in comparison to other things, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, so yeah, my uh, the movie that we're going to be seeing next week is going to be Proud Mary, or that we're going to be talking about. And so yeah, my uh, my pos goes like this: deep bass trailer voice.
1: Do you really have to fucking? Well, yeah. You're the worst. I am the worst. You can't even.
0: Move over, Pam Greer, Foxy Cleopatra, and Atomic Blonde. Because here comes Atomic Black. She's a bad mother, shut your mouth, with an arsenal and legs that never quit. Some cats have rubbed her the wrong way, so it's time for her to change some wigs and slide on some floors. And you better watch how you talk to her, or she'll have to shut your mouth for you, Jack, with a bullet. Maybe even two. Men may have two balls, but this one-of-a-kind lady is going to knock them into the corner pocket. My prediction. (laughs) Add some soul to John Wick and Atomic Blonde, and this is what you get. The difficult part is trying to surmise the plot from a trailer that doesn't divulge a damn thing, except that Taraji P. Henson looks good in tight pants as she blasts people left and right. Is she a hitman, a jilted lover, or just a regular lady that got pushed too far? I hope the film explains that more accurately. The action choreography <laughs> <laughs> The action choreography looks pretty good, so Proud Mary will not be a piece of shit as long as she calls everybody sugar after taking them out.
1: John Wick meets Shoot 'em up meets Wanted. It's a movie about a hitman hit woman who wants out because she finds herself mother to a boy that may or may not be her nephew. I don't know. <laughs> I don't pay much attention to these things. I saw the trailer on TV, and Proud Mary looks like a really cool and shooter-like... <laughs> and that's what I wrote. Okay. looks It should be looks really cool, cool. and shooter-like. It should be looks really cool and shooter-like. These are my favorite types of movies. Shooting, kicking, punching, and screaming for vengeance. Proud Mary won't be a piece of shit, but Creedence Clearwater Revival isn't happy with the fact that this movie is using their song and not paying for the use, which doesn't make any sense. I mean, how is that possible? Studios are, are stealing? I'm sorry, pirating music to use in their films? How dare they? Where's the outrage? Proud Mary, not a piece of shit. <sighs> That's all I got. Were we wrong? Maybe. Um, <laughs> the summary from Proud Mary is Mary, played by Taraji P. Henson, or Henson, is a hit woman working for an organized crime family in Boston whose life is completely turned around when she meets a young boy whose path she crosses when a professional hit goes bad. Directed by Babak Najafi. Okay. Starring Taraji P. Henson, Billy Brown, Jai Diallo. Babak
0: Najafi. Not going to be directing movies anymore.
1: Not long for this life. (laughs) Not going to be working here anymore. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good one. I know. Najafi. Not going to be directing movies anymore anyways. (laughs) Um, uh, There's actually uh, stars... It says Billy Brown and Jolly Diallo Wilson where Winston, and it actually should say Daraji and uh, the Danny Glover yeah. and like a couple of other people instead of these three. But whatever.
0: Yeah. Well, that may, yeah. Well, maybe not because since they killed them off after like two scenes of them.
1: Yeah, and the guy that's not common, <laughs> or um, the the dude from uh, Fast and Furious.
0: That guy was in Sons of Anarchy season five, I think. Yeah. Anyway, alright, we'll talk about that one more yep. on a couple of average Joe's Cinescape Movie Reviews.
1: Dude, really? That's all I got. You wonder why we don't get fucking lessons. Oh yeah, because of that. Alright. Yeah, not because of that.
0: You're a prickly pear.